Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show. Specifically, this morning is episode 166 for Wednesday, September 22nd, 2021. Can you believe that? We're we're almost out of September here. I was saying the other day, where the hell did September go? Where did it go? What have I done? What do I have to show for myself? I don't know. I don't really know. I was uh, visiting a little bit with uh, with some of the hardcore pepperonis right before we uh, went live on the podcast. For those of you wondering what in the hell's going on, those of you in Reddit right now, we're recording the Chicago Tony V Show, uh, which is a podcast. You can get it on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc., etc. And we do it live over Reddit so I can interact with all my friends. Just a little history lesson for some of you new people. Um, our dear VIP uh, uh, pepperoni, Chief Fafa, kind of gave us, gave gave everybody the name Tony's Pepperonis. Um, uh-oh, did I just like disconnect for a second from Reddit? Yeah, I did. Disconnected and reconnected. That can't be good. Anyway, our dear Chief Fafa gave us that name, Tony's Pepperonis. So pretty much like whatever, anyone who hangs out with me in mornings like this, and drinks coffee, right? Is a pepperoni. That's what it is. You beautiful, beautiful friends that get kind of hooked on on uh, watching my fat face every morning. Why I don't know, but I'm sure I'm grateful. I sure I'm grateful. So uh, here's what I got to get off my chest today. Something so weird happened yesterday. I really, I, I, honest God, I would love to hear any theories about what the hell happened. Uh, because I really don't understand it. It's, I had a very, very strange occurrence yesterday. I'm going to run it past you guys. All right, so here's the deal. I was at the... I've, I've talked before about how I, I have a hard time getting my bubbly water, right? This, this, whatever this is, sparkling water, you can't get... At, uh, at stores. I used to be able to get bubbly water wherever. Right? Meyer, Kroger, Walmart. If I, if I wanted to just horribly depress myself, I could go into a Walmart somewhere. But it's like they almost never have it. And so what I've discovered, for whatever reason, is the Aldi regularly has my bubbly water. This is the Aldi brand. And, uh... When I was younger, as a kid, I used to be embarrassed. As a kid, the the low-cost store was a Kmart. Do you guys remember Kmarts? And I can remember as a kid, if if I ever went into a Kmart with my mom, I would get kind of worried. I hope no one sees us shopping at the Kmart, you know, because they might they might get the wrong idea about us, you know. I only wanted to be seen at the uh, at the high-end stores, right? Chess King. Do you Chicago people remember Chess King? Anyway, I've outgrown that. I don't care. If I got to go to Aldi to get this bubbly water that I'm addicted to for some reason, so be it. That's where I go. So I was at the Aldi yesterday. I go to the water section, and thank goodness there it is. Old Faithful is Aldi with my bubbly water. Thank goodness. 
And while I was there, what the hell, pick up a few, uh, actually several, several other things, because why not? Right? Got some eggs. I got some uh, creamer for my coffee. I arm myself. I arm myself with uh, several drinks. Georgie has a hilarious comment. I would love to watch Tony go through a Walmart. <laughs> well, I think maybe what would be even more fun, Georgie, is watching me go through a Walmart while I commentate on the people that I see at the Walmart. That might be really interesting. Anyway, this is any old this is any old grocery trip, right? Whatever. I get stuff. I get lots of stuff. Let's see, bacon. I was getting low on bacon. I don't care where I buy it. I mean, normally I like to go to my local butcher shop, but if I'm there, what the hell? I'm going to stock up. So far, this is like any other day, right? So, I back out to my car. Back out to my car. Now, I've talked about it before. I have a, uh, I have a Prius, this beautiful white Prius, which I love. I love it the most when I'm putting gas in it. I just, I love the fact, 50 miles a gallon, it's beautiful. Well, one of the things that my Prius has done is it's ruined me for future, for any future cars because this particular Prius that I have, it's the first one now, I'm sure this is common amongst new, newer cars, but for me, it's the first one where I never have to unlock it. It knows who I am, it reflexively so I think it senses the key in my pocket. I don't even have to get it out and hit the button. Remember when that was the big luxury? Just hitting a button to unlock your car? That was a luxury. Well now, for me, and I'm again, I'm sure several people, uh, it just detects me, and then when I put my hand inside the handle, it unlocks. It's very futuristic, and like I said, it kind of spoils me. It's just like, uh, it's the same sort of idea as when uh, the first car I had that had power windows way back in the day. It's like, holy shit, I'm never going back now. Now I'm ruined. I always have to have power windows. Power seats, same thing, blah, blah, blah. Well, now it's this, the car detects me. All right, so I'm, I go up to my beautiful white Prius. I do what I always do. I put my hand in the handle. Normally, like clockwork, it's just click. It practically, the car practically says, hey, how you been? You know, nothing, lifeless. It's like, that's weird. Nothing, I put my hand in the thing, nothing. Take it out, put my hand in the thing, nothing. And then I was like, do I have a hole in my pocket? Did I drop my keys somewhere? I check, no, no, there's my keys. Okay, so then I go, I've, I tried it several times, nothing. Then I went to the passenger side. It's like, well, I don't know, maybe there's something wrong with the sensor over on the driver's side, passenger side. I give it the secret handshake again, nothing, nothing. Then I go to the back, uh, the hatchback. That can also detect me and also let me in and whatever. And I had to put groceries away anyway. I go to the back, press the button, nothing, nothing, nothing. It's like, holy shit. 
then I put then I do the unthinkable, right? I pull my what do they call it? A key fob. I pull it out of my thing. Now I start pressing buttons. It will not it will not unlock. <laughs> Nothing. It didn't work. It was actually it was actually uh it was unsettling, right? It was unsettling. Let me read Harry's the the Harry from the award-winning Gamers Watch is in the house. Let me read his comment. Tony, when I worked as a salesman for VW, I went out to Germany and the Audi e-tron car I drove had adaptive cruise control and lane assist so I so I could take my hands off the wheel and feet off the pedals and it drove at 130 miles an hour on the Autobahn. <laughs> yeah, actually my my Prius does that. Adaptive cruise control. That's the other thing now I'm spoiled on. Um I love it. It's tremendous. Great technology. But yesterday at the Aldi, nothing. My car wouldn't let me in. It didn't it didn't it shunned me out of nowhere. I was like, what the fuck? Right? Then um then I I remember I had this memory I was thinking back to when I bought the damn car, right? And the guy, I, re I vaguely remember the guy showed, showing me there's actually like a key hidden in your key fob, right? I th it's like, I think there's actually a key in here because there is a keyhole in my, in my door. So I'm messing around. It was like working one of those little puzzles from the Cracker Barrel right? Figuring out there's a key hidden in this thing. Well, I finally got the key out. I was like, yes, gee, praise Jesus, right? So I put the key in, I get into my car. I uh, unlock from the end, or I, I, I had to, well, so, so my car did nothing. Like it didn't, normally when you open the door, it says hello to you, right? And it starts doing some sort of little Prius thing where it starts like, it's almost like there's a little generator that goes to get, gets ready for you to start the car in case you want to start the car. None of that happened. I'm just thinking, oh shit. So I like manually open the back door. I put the groceries in. Then it's like, as something doesn't feel right, you know? I sit in the front, try to start the car. Nothing, nothing happened. Nothing. Nothing happened. And uh, good morning, Oahu Dream 32. Welcome to the show. Um, so so this was bad. This was bad, people. It's like, oh God, you gotta be kidding me. Something what the hell happened? Did I did my battery die? How's that possible? My Prius is filled, it's filled with batteries. Like it's nearly half of it is just a battery, right? And it drove me here like 15 minutes ago. And now nothing. It's doing nothing. It's doing nothing. <sighs> then I had the thought. I have this neighbor who's a tremendous car guy. Tremendous car guy. It's like, all right, I'm going to call Bill. He'll know what to do. He'll have an idea. How the hell can this possibly happen? What's going on? He's so good with cars. It's like, I'm sure he's up on Prius. He's up on everything. It's amazing. So I, I pull out my phone. Here's where it gets weird, people. No, nothing. My phone 
It's like, so I, I couldn't get it to turn on. My electronics completely shunned me. It's like I was in, uh, it's like I was in some sort of dystopian, you know, Aldi parking lot prison. All my privileges had been taken away. My phone wouldn't work. My car wouldn't work. My phone wouldn't work. Now, I'm not the most technically, for, you know, forward-thinking person. But this was very shocking to me. And I'm. it's like, these aren't connected. I mean, yeah, Bluetooth, right? Bluetooth when the radio goes. Other than that, other than that, Good morning, bold coffee. I mean, I'm starting to I'm starting to get this is a little this is a little uh concerning to say the least. Georgie says localized EMP at the Sheboygan Aldi. Yes, this is a term I dreamt up as I was I didn't sleep well last night because this whole episode bothered me. I I came I imagined this term localized EMP, right? To try I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out what the hell happened. No laundry, no errands. <laughs> Tank has an awesome comment. He uh, he says uh, he says your car. Let's see it. Let's let me find it. Your car and phone won't work until you get your quarterback for the cart return. Totally. By the way, speaking of that, just so you guys know, and I I actually I'm ashamed to say this, but this is just the truth. Half the time when I'm at Aldi, I leave the, I don't take the damn cart back. Someone can have the quarter. Go, enjoy, have fun. I'm embarrassed to say that. I, usually I'll only do it if no one seems to be looking. Because <laughs> it's very anti-Aldi. But I mean, you know, I'm, I'm sure usually someone is very happy. Anyway, my story, believe it or not, so my story gets a fair bit weirder. This is not as weird as it gets. My car, dead as a doornail. My phone, dead as a doornail, which to me is weird enough. So I'm just now I got I'm I have several emotions welling up, right? And thoughts and I'm, I'm confused. Then it even occurred to me. It's like, Jesus, I have a car full of groceries and I can't go anywhere. And. I started thinking about, well, okay, I, I got to get someone to work on my car, but now I can't even call someone. You know, I normally, I, I used to be a member of AAA. I could not remember yesterday when this was happening. Am I still even a member of AAA? I couldn't remember. I didn't know. But I did know that I couldn't call AAA because I couldn't call anyone. They wanted you to use the quarter to make a phone call. Can you imagine? Are there even payphones anywhere, anywhere anymore, Tank? Maximum Tiger 93, good morning. Good to see you. I mean, it's getting weird, but okay. Now we're going to shift into holy shit mode. I'm sitting there like, and I'm... I, so I had this memory... From when I was in college, I was uh, I dated a girl whose dad was a total car guy. I was driving. What the hell was I driving then? A GMC Jimmy. And there was one day, I was at their house, at the girlfriend's house, and I was gonna take her to the movies or something. And my Jimmy did 
it did nothing. It, it wouldn't start. And this car guy dad came out and he he got to, at the front of the car and he like jiggled it back and forth. He's like, try it now. And then it fired right up. I don't know what the hell that was all about. What could have, how he knew. But anyway, I'm out of ideas. Now I'm I, I'm desperate. I'm at the, f and, and by the way, the thing that I don't want to do, the most terrifying uh, thing of this uh, prospect yesterday was I didn't want to reach out to someone else and say, can I borrow your phone, please? <laughs> I just didn't want to do that. And by the way, I wasn't even thinking about these flu germs, right? So I'm at the front of my Prius and I'm rocking it like this dad and like like that I snowball's chance that would work, you know? Rocking it, whatever. Like an idiot. Never get a well, claim again by using epidemic sound. Get the safest. Like three spaces away from me. I happen to notice a flustered lady. Start your 30-day free trial today. Uh and uh she's walking around her car and she's oh my god you know and uh i was just like that, that's interesting well it didn't take me very long to figure out this lady couldn't get into her car ah, doing this thing with the uh, kifa it also didn't uh, take me very long to figure out she's uh a very annoying person <laughs> She couldn't get, she couldn't get into her car. And I wish I could describe, I don't know if I can really put it into words, but the, the level of panic I had this, it's like that, you know, the, the part in zombie movies, right? Where, um, where it's that moment where you realize it's early in the thing where like you're you're a character in the thing and you realize there's zombies everywhere holy shit but then you also realize that other people don't quite recognize it yet that little terrifying moment so it's like my brain my prepper brain my whole thing once i realized this lady can't get into her car just like my thing i i swear to god i nearly had a heart attack And uh, so, but then, then what happened is now, now there was also this odd, like instant, but I instantly felt like, oh my gosh, like we're going to be friends or whatever. Like, cause I just said, uh, yeah, are you not able to, is your car not working? Are you not able to get in your car? No, I can't get, no, it's the weirdest thing. I was like, I can't get, I can't get into my car either. I said, how your phone, how about your phone? Well, her, she had left her phone in her car. So she didn't know if her phone was working or yet or not. And she was pretty ditzy because I wanted to go, you know me, I wanted to go right to 11. I wanted to go right to 11, right? Just be like, look, We've been hit. The Chinese hit us, hit us with an EMP, something. Now the the next thing I started doing is looking around. Who else 
I mean, I was ready to totally lose my shit. If I saw one more person whose car didn't work, car thing didn't work, game over. Bold Coffee says, this is insane. Sounds like an EMP, but why would that happen to you guys? I know. I was so panicked. It was so strange. Had she had her phone too? Like her phone was, again, it was like locked in her car. It's funny how with this new technology, you can't get into your car. She didn't have a like a key thing or whatever. She couldn't get into her car. And... uh Anyway, so I'm looking around. If there's one more person that can't get into their car, I'm going to lose my shit. And I'm also just going to, I, well, I don't know what I would do. It was terrifying. Well, so I'm talking uh, to this lady who I, I just instantly, it's funny. Her personality was funny, very ditzy. And I knew within about 20 seconds, like, oh my gosh, this lady has no friends because who could stand to be around her? She was, she was, uh, so annoying, (laughs) but again, it was this weird thing where she and I were in this thing together. And, uh, so, and then also see one of the reasons I could tell she had no friends is about a minute into this thing for her, she almost wasn't even concerned that she and I are in this weird ass situation, right? And she started, you know, wanting to know more personal questions or whatever, like, uh, like we're going to be friends for a long time. It's like, oh shit, no, not my cup of tea. Anyway, uh, yeah, Bold Coffee says, I like the voice he used for her. Sounded very New Jersey. She was very nasal and just, she could not. Everything was just loud as hell and over the top, right? If she was like, how long have you had your car? She'd be like, how long have you had your car? Like it was, she was, oh God, she was horrible. And so I'm in this situation now where again, we're two peas in a pod because this weird ass fucking thing is happening. Um, I can't get away from her because I can't you in that situation. I can't be like, oh, you know what? I have a thing. It's nice spending time with you because I can't leave. I can't even <laughs> I can't. It was totally fucked up. So whatever we decided, uh, 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 I, I, I told her, let's just look. Let's see if anyone else has the same problem. Let's just observe for a little while. Uh uh, George Costanza's, Costanza's mom. Yes. Very accurate. That's what this lady was. That's exactly what she was. Like maybe 10 years younger though. She was like what Costanza's mom would be like if she were a little younger. Oh God, she was horrible. Is there any... Costanza's dad was a crazy dude because he had to live with that windbag, right? Anyone would would just get weird like that, I think. I think it's her fault. Anyway, we observed cars for a while. No one's no one else is having the problem. No one else is having the problem. Finally, um, so I said uh I had the idea, all right, I'm gonna go in the store 
and borrow some, see if they'll let me borrow a phone in there, right? <laughs> I didn't know what else to do. I was going to call my neighbor, but I don't know what his fucking number is. You know? So uh, I did, there was a, there was a night, yeah, Festivus for the rest of us. I love it. I'm probably going to go on the biggest uh, Seinfeld binge now just because it came up and got in my head. That's funny. Anyway, I went back in the Aldi. My I, my next thought was like, um, maybe I'm still I, I'm still with AAA. I don't know. Um, and uh, so they they were very nice. And the like the first person, even though they're, have you ever noticed how an Aldi is like? They're so it's not like they're understaffed. Because it moves along very quickly, but there's just a not not a lot of staff. But the person I explained, I quickly explained, and the uh, lady at the front, she she let me use her phone instantly. It was very nice. And I was like, I'm gonna call AAA, but I don't know what the number is. Blah blah blah. Anyway, called AAA, gave him my stuff. I'm still in the database. Hot damn tamale, beautiful. Please send someone out. Please, okay. And, uh, and then I forgot to, I forgot to tell them, <laughs> I forgot to tell them that, uh, there's this other annoying, you know, Costanza's mom also, by the way, you'll be helping two people, you know, maybe, you know, send someone with batteries on the truck. Right. So I, so AAA says, yes, they're going to come out. I'm dancing for joy. Right. Uh, then it's like, oh, I got to fucking deal with Costanza's mom. But it, at least I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. I come out. I come out. And uh, she is now her door is open. Her, she had her car door open. She was waiting for me. And she's like, it worked, you know, <laughs> it works now. Oh, my God. You know, it worked. And then she she's got in and her car turned on and she was good to go. It's like, what the fuck? I went up to my car. Boom. It worked. Georgie, you want to see me dancing for joy? That's sick and twisted. Uh, this fucking thing worked. It worked. I went into the Aldi. I made a call. I have no, please, would someone explain to me? And my and my phone worked. This is the most unsettling shit ever. What is a possible explanation? So it's like, I thought for two seconds. It's like, do I wait around for AAA? But then it's like, no, no, I don't. So I, I got, I everything worked again. It was nerve wracking because like in the back of my mind, it's like, if I, what if I'm driving along and then everything turns off again? It's very unsettling. And uh, I, I did call back AAA. I was like, uh, you know, I had them look me up again. I was like, you guys are coming out. Well, it works now, so don't come out. But I'm so, I did not sleep well last night. Is there, are there any, see, this isn't even just a car thing. Because this electronic sickness reached my phone too. But I mean, does any, I, I don't know. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, rattled. 
I'm rattled. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. Let's see what's going on in the comments section. Uh, Amber Glow says, what vehicle did she have? <sighs> you know, I'm not a car guy. It was uh, some sort of SUV. <sighs> you know, it's just cars don't really register with me unless they're like there are a couple that like if she had a Jeep. I would I could have told you it was a Jeep, but, you know, maybe like some sort of Lincoln or something. I don't know. Japanese technology with Chinese computer chips, says Tank. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, this whole thing, again, because it was it cross-pollinated. It was my car and my phone. And then this, and then Costanza's mom's car. <laughs> if it was just one unit, then I could be like, uh, whatever. Fucking Japanese, which I love Japanese products. Is my phone Japanese? I have an iPhone. It's made in China, right? Maybe all the chips of everything are China, Chinese? I don't know. But uh, this is, I, I don't know. I'm ra I'm just going to be honest. I was very rattled. I still am rattled. I don't know what to make of this. It's, I think only, I, it's going to be one of these time heals all wounds. I hope to Christ. I mean, Whatever. Morning, Robo Kitty. How are you? Good to see you. Anyway, whatever. That uh, if anyone has any ideas, please reach out. I I would love to hear. I would love to hear some sort of uh, explanation that makes sense. Um, there were a couple other things. I I was uh, because I didn't sleep very well last night. I was up early this morning, and uh, just going through the internet, etc., etc., mindlessly. And uh, there were a couple, like, headlines that uh, caught my eye. There, One is this, uh, have you guys ever seen the subreddit Today I Learned, T-I-L, Today I Learned? Um, there was one in, in there, or two in there, that I thought were very interesting. First one is, Today I Learned that pirate ships were run as democracies and the captain could be voted out of office. The thing with the Today I Learned subreddit is uh, oftentimes when I read through whatever it is, I think to myself, all right, that needs to be verified. Like, I need to verify. If I'm going to believe that and plant it in my brain as if it's truth, I need to verify that. And that's one of those. Does that sound right? Is it true that... Uh, I mean, it seems like every pirate thing I, I I recall is more like a monarchy. It's like the captain of the ship is like a god, practically, right? And you just got to do what they say. Confused Kryptonian says, hey, Tony, just checking in. What did you want information about? Um, how can a car and a phone and another car all be dead, lifeless in the same parking lot? What could do that to complex electronic systems like that? And then they came, come back to life like 15 minutes later. Anyway, good morning, confused Kryptonian. Does this sound right? We're 
Pirate ships actually democratic? That doesn't even, I don't know, that does not ring true. Here's the other today I learned. This one was fascinating. Today I learned in 1977, Ben & Jerry's was originally supposed to be a bagel company, but they pivoted to ice cream because bagel making equipment was too expensive. In 2018, Ben & Jerry's returned to their roots, serving ice cream bagel sandwiches for a limited time. I'm sure that was for a limited time because it's a shitty idea. (laughs) Who wants... I mean, who wants ice cream on a bagel? That doesn't even make sense. (laughs) That's like uh, uh, making an ice cream sandwich with toast. I don't know. But can you imagine the course of history? First of all, if Ben and Jerry's had made bagels instead, I'll bet they would be like the cheesecake factory of bagels, right? It seems like those guys... Those guys were, they were into the uh, Frankenfood, right? That's how they, that's how they uh, uh, make their thing. That That's how they made their living. Just through everything that's legally addictive. Hold on, VIP text here. I mean, they would be the Cheesecake Factory of bagels lord knows what they'd have on their thing on their on their bagels or in their bagels i don't know anyway i thought that was interesting i thought that was interesting let's see 734 okay let's see what's in the mailbag everybody holy hell lots of letters um if anyone wants to send to the mailbag you can send to uh, the email address is chicagotonyv at gmail.com I have this feeling that the letters are are backing up a little bit, so please be patient. It's hard to get through all these things, but thank you. It's For me, it's one of my favorite parts of, of our show. Okay, first letter. Dear Tony, if you had your life to do over, what things would you change next time around? I hope your answer includes starting your show much earlier in life. I think you were born to do this. <laughs> this is from Linda. From Dayton, Ohio. Thank you, Linda. What a freaking nice thing to say. And uh, and honestly, uh, I mean, yeah, if I had to change something, I certainly would have started doing this show earlier in life. No doubt about it. Let's see, what else would I change? How about this one? I sometimes wonder... How, how would life be had I never been exposed to, uh, let's say, like uh, high fructose corn syrup or whatever the hell, whatever they're putting in food to just make people um, give up on their dreams, right? And just sit on the couch and watch YouTube, whatever that is. I think it's probably high fructose corn syrup or maybe it's the, maybe it's one of those other ingredients and have you ever heard how on the labeling they get to they get to put things like uh, all natural flavors, but really what it that's really just a code word for some sort of chemical? I don't know. I'm 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 paraphrasing, but um, 
I, I would, it, I, it would be interesting. I heard of a dude actually that, that lived, the guy's like 35 now. He's never had processed food. Like his parents were total, total hippies or something. And still to this day, he's never had pro processed food. I would love to know what that feels like. Let's see what else. I think, uh, yeah, I probably would have done, I would have gotten into the internet way early. That would have been a fun way to relive my life. Like, uh, be an internet personality back during AOL. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Um, let's see. Confused Kryptonian. Getting back to this, this, uh, my question says perhaps a short range EMP test caused the power outage, either natural or dot, dot, dot. Ooh, Tank has a good one about what would you do over? Spend more time with family. Me too, Tank. Yes. That's good. I'm very clear. Now, I learned this the first go around. Money is, uh, it can't buy you happiness, right? So I'm not a very money-driven person. And I, I'm, I feel good about that. Um... Oh, yeah. Fluoride in water doesn't help either, says confused Kryptonian. Very true. Yeah. If you're and so if you're if you're cutting out processed food, yes. Also distill your water if you're going balls to the wall anyway, you know. All right. Next letter. Let's see. Dear Tony, what should I go as for Halloween this year? I want a seriously one of a kind costume that no one else will think of. This is from Greg. From Phoenix, Arizona. Um, gee, I wonder how old you are, Greg. I guess that doesn't really matter. What's a seriously one-of-a-kind costume that no one else will think of? Let's see. Well, I guess one is you could go as the big diesel, right? Get yourself a Dobbs of New York hat. And uh, those glasses, right? You got to get the original glasses. Where are they? Here we go. Are you ready, Greg? I hope you're watching. Right? So right here, Dobbs of New York. And then and then these sort of glasses. Now you're the big diesel for Halloween. Now, of course, no one is going to understand your costume. Because I'm a Z-list internet celebrity. But maybe in your heart of hearts, you could uh, feel good about that. And the other thing is about being the big... I think if you want to really traditionally uh, be the big diesel, which, what a conceited answer to your question. Yeah, go as me. <laughs> anyway, let me finish my thought. You got to go with the uh, the tan version of the Dobbs of New York, uh, rose the rosebud hat. I think that's what they call all these hats that I wear. It's the Rosebud from Dobbs of New York. Um, <clears throat> Robo says, rose-colored glasses. Haven't seen those in a while. Yeah. It's funny how these are so big that I can actually fit my computer glasses behind them. Tank says, I'm at least a T-list internet celebrity. <laughs> I'm moving on up. Hilarious. 
Oh, see, Tank? Yeah, Tank was along the same lines. Go as the Don. You know, the great Tim McCarthy from 2010 Minutes, he he was, he was made, I heard him make a joke, I think, on his thing with Haley from Podcast 27 about uh, they were going to, or maybe both of them said they were going to go as the Big Diesel for Halloween. That would be hilarious. Um, But, I mean, if this guy, I'm trying to think of a less... Uh, conceded answer to your question, Greg. Who else? Let's see. Who else he could go? Could you go as? Maybe like. Uh, here's one. I'm trying to think of like a public figure, but that's fallen way out of favor. Um, let's take like. What about that Russian president who had that weird ass birthmark that looked like a map of France or something on his head? What the hell was that guy's name? What was that guy's name? Anyway, go as that dude. I guarantee no one's going as that dude. That's going to bother me. Can someone please look that up? Russian president. Damn. Gorbachev, thank you, Tank. Go as Gorbachev. That's a good one. Okay, let's see what else. Um, dear Tony, what do you think is slash was the best medium for music enjoyment? I'll leave it vague like that and just enjoy your answer. Love the show. This is from uh, Daryl B from Chicago, Chicago, Illinois. What do I think was the best medium for music enjoyment? I so I guess what you're what you mean is like the medium that the music is on, right? So, I mean, obviously records were the first big one, right? Records. I was at a uh, museum not long ago where they had an old, they had the old Edison cylinders that were shaped like the toilet paper rings. That was very interesting. But then they had old, um, maybe Victrola or whatever, and they showed me a record. I didn't know this. The records were very, very thick. And so it turns out they were a proprietary. Their records would only work on their record players, which is, you know, if you think about it, it makes sense. That's how they, you know, that's how they tried to corner the market. But anyway, records... Then what would, uh, then 8-track tapes, that was horse shit. I could never get into 8-tracks. All the shifting around you had to do, that was too weird. Um, let's see. Let's see. Then was cassettes, right? Cassettes. Then CDs. And then maybe you also throw in there, I don't know, do you throw in MP3s? Is that fair to say? Like you know, your phone or whatever. That's obviously the most convenient. But I'm going to say, Daryl B. from Chicago, Illinois, I'm going to say the best era was actually records. Records. And it's making a big comeback. I was just talking with, who the hell was it? Was it Yak Horseman? That records are, are making a comeback. And the We Have Issues boys... They're releasing a record with their um, with their graphic novella. 
Yes, Robo. Georgie Girl was in here earlier for a while. She was she was in, she's probably going to PT now. Tank says go to Halloween as Marshall Applewhite. See, I can't think of who that is. Cannot think of who that is. Tank says 1984 from Van Halen was mine on A track. You know, I used to have uh, a lot of Billy Joel on A track, Electric Light Orchestra. Let's be clear though, it was really my older brother's setup. So I really, I should say, he used to have all that stuff. Sticks on A track. But, you know, of course, I would go, I would go listen on his system. My older brother was always, uh, he liked to get the, uh, he was an audiophile like my dad my dad was an audiophile too so my brother always liked to have a nice stereo system so he had the eight tracks i'm gonna say records okay daryl stick that in your pipe and smoke it heaven's gate guy is who this uh marshall applewhite is says tank Ooh, tank had queen on a track Oh, man, that had to be awesome. I mean, just Queen is awesome. Okay, next letter. Dear Tony, help me settle a 1980s dispute with my brother. He says the hottest starlet of the 1980s was Morgan Fairchild. I say not even close. What do you say, Big Diesel? <laughs> this is from Donnie K. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say out of the gate, first of all, yes. I mean, before I even say, okay, who was the hottest starlet, I guarantee you it wasn't uh, Morgan Fairchild. All right. She always, she's, there's something not right. She seemed, she always seemed aloof, right? And she was pretty close to a mannequin, basically. And also, if you want to really get down and dirty and really analyze Morgan Fairchild I'm gonna say her nose was a little too thin too <laughs> did she have some sort of work done over time she was was she in a race to the bottom with Michael Jackson for like some sort of paper thin nose it never got really weird like MJ's nose but it was it was a little too thin I think I think maybe she was uh into she had a bit of a perfection problem okay but i think it's this aloofness actually for me that says morgan fairchild no tank has a really good one phoebe cates boom yes i put her above morgan fairchild every day of the week how about how about this victoria principle bada bing right there's two how about uh any of the Charlie's Angels chicks, right? Okay, Fair Fawcett. Um, uh, uh, and then the other two or three. I can't even... Cheryl Ladd, maybe? They all... They all were more dreamy than Morgan Fairchild. Robo says, a question on Google. A, a question's suggestion is... Did Marshall Applewhite wear Nikes? Okay, that's interesting. I don't even know who the hell that guy is. Other than he's in Heaven's Gate, which I also don't know what that is. 
I hope to see it someday, though. Far in the future, if you know what I mean. What about that Three's Company chick, too? Or both Three's Company lady, but definitely the uh, Suzanne Summers. I would say more attractive than Morgan Fairchild, right? I think it's, hell, Jan Brady. No, no, sorry, Marsha Brady. <laughs> not Jan, not Jan. Step away from Jan. Marsha. Marsha Brady. Whoever that was. Kirstie Alley, before the fridge got delivered. <laughs> Holy shit. Tank, that makes me wonder, what sort of things do you say about me behind my back? Oh, see, Tank had it too. Suzanne Summers, yeah. Bam. Hell, I'll even say Mindy from Mork and Mindy. Come to think of it, Morgan Fairchild was on an episode of Mork and Mindy. So I have literally seen that, and I watched that not too long ago. And uh, Mindy, Mindy takes takes the cake in that little competition. So yes, your, your brother is washed up. Please play this back for your brother. He is totally wrong, Donnie, okay? Have him subscribe to the podcast, too, if you don't mind. The Chicago Tony V Show. Pam Dauber. Yeah, that's Mindy. Very good one. Okay. Uh, next letter. Dear Tony, I know you're a coffee drinker and a bit of a contrarian, so I wanted to get your thoughts on the following news article. This is from Jake D. from Washington, Iowa. Okay, uh... All right, so here's, I guess this doesn't look like a whole article, first part of an article. Uh, Lab-grown coffee cuts out the beans and deforestation. All right, I can already tell you I I already hate this article, Jake. I'm going to react negatively. Buckle up, I'm not going to like this, okay? Let me read that again. Lab-grown coffee cuts out the beans and deforestation. As the world's population continues to grow, so does the strain we place on the environment in our efforts to feed all those hungry mouths. And part of the solution may lie in the lab. We've seen how lab-grown meats like ribeye steaks, burgers, or chicken tenders could help address the massive environmental costs associated with livestock production. Okay, Fuck this article. (laughs) That's my reaction, Jake. Jake, I'm curious. Did you know I was going to hate this? You probably did. If you listen to the show, you probably knew that I was going to hate this article. I'm sorry. Any argument at this point, at this day and age, any argument that basically goes something like this. Hey, there's this huge, scary problem out there. I know, we'll give it to scientists. No, I'm not buying. And hello, I'm not going to be um, buying lab-grown ribeye steaks, lab-grown burgers. Uh, Isn't that all Bill Gates shit anyway? I don't know. Okay, so there you go, Jake. This article makes my skin crawl. I hate it, and it might ruin my day. And I, I, all I, 
All I hope is that if they start selling this shit, I hope they at least label it so that I can avoid it. All right? Sometime, some, sometime, some way, we, uh, we all got to make a stand. We just do. Okay, next letter. Dear Tony, longtime fan of the show, and thank you for what you do. I manage a team of house painters, which is pretty much a challenge at all times, but it's been almost impossible to deal with lately. I can't hire new guys, and the guys I have know it, so they are nearly impossible to manage. It's like herding cats. I give up, in fact. So I thought maybe you would like to take a crack at giving these guys a pep talk. <laughs> if uh, if you can't whip them into shape, then no use staying in the business. If you wouldn't mind speaking to them directly, I'll gladly play your thoughts for the crew. <laughs> uh, thank you for your help, Big Diesel. This is from Tommy K. Uh, Tommy K. Tommy, you're a beat. You're a defeated. You're a beaten man. I can tell from your letter. And to to you, um, crew members. What do they do? They're painters, right? Manage a team of house painters. House painters. Okay. Yeah, to the remaining house painters. First of all, first things first. Okay, house painting crew. Tommy wants to whip you guys into, into shape, which I'm all for. Because you're house painters and because you're house painters in, the, in this particular economy... I already know that uh, you guys are making Tommy's, Tommy K's life a living hell. I already know that. But let me set that aside just for a second. Each of you freaking house painters, if you, I imagine you're not whatever, you're on break and Tommy is playing this on his iPhone or whatever. And you guys are getting a little chuckle. Well, stop your laughing for a second and just... Let me introduce you to, to, to a concept. Half of you guys, your livers are about to explode, you house painters, okay? House painters are traditionally big boozers. That's that kind of seems to go with the territory. I don't I don't exactly know why. But that's what it is. That's what it is. It seems to be. So any of you guys. Let's let's think about that first. You know? Go hit a go to a 12-step meeting. Whatever. Try to quit. Stop calling in sick. Stop asking for more money. <clears throat> but uh Tommy, I I would say get out of the damn business. <laughs> I don't know. I've never now I haven't known a bunch of house painting crews really, but I've known a lot of t- crews kind of like that. And uh, God love you. I think it's always, if you're not cut out for it, you're not cut out for it. Blind taste test says DBoz99 on that we're back on the fake food now. Would I even do a blind taste test on a ribeye, a real ribeye steak versus a Bill Gates Frankenfood special? I'm going to tell you, I wouldn't even do a taste test. I don't want to put that shit in my body. 
for anything. I don't care if it tastes, I don't care if it tastes better. I can't see how it could possibly taste as good as the real thing, but let's say it does. Let's say it tastes better. That's not the point. The point is, what the freak is in that thing stuff? That to me is the point. You know? I don't know. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. Okay, I got to calm down. Let's see. Uh, next letter. Hey, Tony, what would you be doing if you weren't all into your podcast every morning? I respect all the work you put into this. Uh, this is from Grandmaster B. <laughs> that's an interesting name. I hope that's not your birth name. I'm just saying, could you imagine applying for a job? Like, let's say you grew, you your parents name you Grandmaster and then they have the last name B. And then it turns out you want to get into banking. You're dead in the water just on that resume alone. It's not going to happen. Um, what would I be doing if I weren't into my podcast every morning? Um, I would probably be curled up crying in a corner some way, somewhere. I, I mean, let's we're what a year and three quarters maybe into this flu deal where um, I've just somehow become much less social. I was never a big social butterfly, but you know, I like being around people. I think without you guys, I think I'd be, I'd be really, I'd be really mentally fucked up to be totally honest. Yeah. Tank says that name sounds like a DJ at a strip club. Totally. Actually, uh, uh, you know, my podcasting friend, uh, Pixie, she's on the show, um, next on stage one and her, her co-host, Mr. J is totally that uh, Mr. J. So this is Grandmaster B. Mr. J is over on, uh, next on stage one everybody uh, pixie pixie's up uh, we're gonna be playing a little uh winger uh, you know whatever not that i've ever been in a strip club okay i don't want you guys to think that about me um okay the next letter uh dear tony my kid is 15 years old and is very business minded he's always looking for ways to start up a money-making scheme. I'm very big on grades and making sure he maintains a decent grade point average. I don't let him do his side hustles unless his homework is done. And if his grades dip, I make him stop his business stuff altogether. This has been my policy for the past year. And to be honest, I feel like it's not working very well. His grades are a crapshoot anyway, and we just end up fighting all the time. Can you think of any creative ways that I can get the importance of schoolwork across to him without getting into fight after fight? Thank you. This is from Ben. Uh, ben. Ben. 15-year-old kid that's very business-minded. He's trying to make a buck on the side. Uh, ben, this is probably not exactly what you want to hear but I'm just going to tell it to you straight okay I think you're kind of looking at this the wrong way 
So if your if your kid is entrepreneurial and he's actually doing something about it, and he's trying things out, he's he's I don't know what he's. Did you say what he's doing? Whatever. Let's say he's mowing lawns. He's picking up sticks in people's yards. He's got a dog walking service. Whatever. In my, this is my opinion. Uh, do everything you can to foster that. Don't be. Don't. Don't tell him to stop that because. Uh, you know, he got a C plus on his history test. Please. This is, I'm just going to, I'm just saying. This is, there's, okay, who in life, I realize there are a couple of, you know, career pers- pursuits, a couple. Where grades matter, I guess. And obviously you got to get, you got to, for some things, a few, you got to get that piece of paper. But if he's already entrepreneurial, he's already out there trying to make it happen. To me, he sounds at least like he's a, a, a born salesman. Okay. At least, which tells me, I'm sorry, he doesn't need school at all. There's the fact of the matter. And I'm probably, I know I'm probably losing a listener here and I'm sorry. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe you appreciate me just being straight up honest. But uh, you he's no one in his life after school is going to ask him, what was your grade point average? No one is going to give a shit. So I'm just saying, just please just stay out of his way. Foster that. It's really cool. It's very few kids that uh, take the initiative. Hell, it's very few adults that take the initiative to do something on their own. So I would say, I'm going to say actually get out of the kid's way. (laughs) I mean that, I say that with love, Ben, okay? I can tell you care about him, which is awesome. You're trying to do the best thing. I'm just saying, just trust the process. Let him be himself. It's going to be just fine. Grades aren't any, aren't everything. I would have, I never, if I had it to do over... I never would have gone to college. I can't see how it helped me one single bit. And I was a good student, by the way. Very good student. Okay, last letter. Um, Yeah, yeah. T- and Tank said, real quick, Tank says, tell him he needs to balance. Don't make him pick between the two. Totally. Totally. By the way, Tank's music homework. Dean Martin and Sammy Davis Jr., Sam's song. I love it. That's a good one for today, Tank. All right, last letter. Hey, Tony, do you think board games will ever make a strong comeback? And what's your favorite couple of board games? Full disclosure, I design board games for a living, so be nice. (laughs) Uh, This is from Johnny L. Uh, Good Lord. How cool is it? I wonder what that really looks like. You make board games for a living. That's totally cool. Huh. I wonder, do you make your, are you a, like a, an entrepreneur? You got something, are you doing something through Facebook sort of deal, I wonder? Or like, do you work for Hasbro? Is there even still a Hasbro? I don't know. But um, do I think board games will ever make a strong comeback? Did they ever go away? Isn't there a big aisle in the wherever? Walmart, Meyer, Target. Isn't there a big board game aisle? 
Can't you still get Monopoly to this very day? Um, what's my favorite couple of board games? Let's see. I mean, Monopoly is a classic, right? You, who, everyone. It's, it's part of everyone's growing up, as it should be. I love Monopoly. Let's see what else, though. Um, I tell you one I, I love, oddly enough. I think it's called Trouble. It's the one, it's a very simple game. It's got that dome in the middle that you press down and it rolls a dice, a one, a one die inside. And it's like, you got to roll a six to let your, you have five little plastic pieces. You'll, if you roll a six, your piece gets out of jail. And then you got to do a full circle around the board. If someone lands on you, your guy goes back in jail. It's very, very simple. I've played it with like nieces and nephews and stuff over the years. And for some reason, I love it. The drama of it. It's a game where you think you think you're doing very well. And then out of nowhere, back at square one, it's just fun. The emotion of it. The emotional roller coaster. <clears throat> Ooh, Tank's got one that I've never heard of. He says, I liked Pursue the Pennant. It was a baseball dice game. Holy shit, that sounds fascinating. Pursue the pennant. Robo loved chess, but almost no one will play with me. I wonder if there's a way we could do it online, dear. I would play chess with you. You'll probably beat me every time because of how smart you are. Snakes and ladders, says confused Kryptonian. Robo says, I'm not a chess master or anything like that. Well, I'm I'm way less than not a chess master. I'll go so far as to say there are, there are parts of the game that I don't even understand the rules. I think I know most of the rules, but not all the rules. Dungeons and Dragons. But, ba oh, it... So this thing is like Dungeons and Dragons, says Tank, but it's baseball. That's two. I mean, that's cool. Sorry, I read the next comment. Andy808, Tony Two Glasses. I forgot I had these damn things on. Oh my God, I can see everything so better. Huh. Robo, I'm not kidding. I'll play chess with you online if that's a thing. You would think that would be possible, right? Actually... I would much rather play chess with you in person. I would do that too. So you're always telling your friends, Robo, that you, you will teach them. That tells me you're a pretty good uh, chess player. So you're going to repeatedly kick the shit out of me. Yeah, it's weird to remember that I used to wear those damn, as a matter of fact, the, uh, my magnifying glass, it's, it's studio a, I, I saw it the, I noticed it the other morning. I had a chuckle. I could, it, when wearing just those rose colored glasses, I could not see shit. It was horrible. And now that I've been doing the show this way, I, I was thinking about it the other day, Robo. Um, I was so grateful Really, I am so grateful that you guys convinced me to wear these because my life on this side of the screen is so much better. 
Imagine trying to do this and you can't read anything. I read a lot of stuff during the show. It's kind of weird. Anyway, 808. Okay, all right. Got to wrap it up. I got a meeting coming up. Listen, happy hump day, everybody. I hope you had, uh, I hope you're on your way to a really good day. I hope my day's good. We'll see. Um, I will see you, of course, as always, tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, until we meet again, I want to thank you for spending the morning with me. This means a lot. This really keeps me going. It's super fun. I'm a lucky guy. I love you guys, and I even like you guys. Both. And uh, until we meet again tomorrow, I just want to remind you, don't take any shit from anybody, okay? Okay, see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.